word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not yet overcome it. Thank you, Flora, for reading. Good afternoon, everyone. It's nearly Christmas. And put your hand up if you've got your Christmas lights up at home. Lots of you. Maybe they're decorating your tree. Maybe they're up in your windows. Maybe for some of you, they're even out in your garden, lighting up the streets. Maybe a few of those. I've been watching, looking out for Christmas lights this year. And, and some people, they really go to town, don't they? Some people's Christmas lights are just extraordinary. Here's one family's home in Bristol where they've used 50,000 lights on thousands of meters of cabling to create this astonishing display. Or if after the service you hop in your car and you drive down to the the little town of New Milton in Hampshire, there they have what's, what's apparently the most festive street in Britain, where every year An entire row of houses is lit up with thousands of Christmas lights. Have a look. It's extraordinary. Absolutely amazing. Imagine having that down your street. There's probably time, actually, just to nip to the shops after the service and get some. I can see some of you aren't quite convinced. Maybe, maybe it's the, the thought of the thousand-pound electricity bill at the end of the month. But it's hard, isn't it, not to be impressed by such an outrageous, extravagant display of Christmas lights. But you know, don't you, that the most unbelievable, outrageous display of Christmas light ever was, well... The first one, not in the little town of New Milton in Hampshire, but in another little town called Bethlehem. And what was it? Well, just one tiny little light, not lighting up a whole street just flickering in one corner of one dark stable. Just one little light. Totally unimpressive. But a light that John tells us in our Bible reading that we just heard, a light that is the light. The light of all mankind. The light that shines in the darkness. 
the true light that gives life to everyone. And John wants us to know something amazing about this light, that this light is a person, that this light broke into our world with the birth of a tiny, fragile, helpless baby called Jesus. Just as tiny and unimpressive as my little Christingle White. But if you think about it, isn't it, isn't it just as crazy as lighting up your house with 50,000 Christmas lights? Isn't it, or maybe even crazier, to think that, that a tiny baby born all that time ago could be the light that's the light for all mankind? I mean, this light, my little Christingle, it can hardly light up my notes here at the front. It could never light up this whole dark church, could it? I mean, what, what can one little light do? What can one little baby do? I mean, are we really supposed to believe that that this baby, this Jesus, could be the one who could chase away all the dark and frightening things that we find in our world? The dark things that we see every day on the news, the darkness that, if we're honest, we see in our own lives, in our own hearts. The sadness, the selfishness, the fighting, the hurt. Surely, well, surely there's just way too much darkness for one tiny little light. Well, not, John tells us, if this light, this baby, this Jesus is the one who made all light. The creator God who made everything. Who, did you hear it in our reading, the one through whom all things were made. The gods, get this, who made the unimaginable light of our son. There it is, 900,000 miles across. Surface temperature, 5,000 degrees centigrade. And burning with the light of 4,000 million, 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 million candles. If the God who made that light suddenly extraordinarily broke into our world as a human being, as a tiny baby, well, wouldn't he have more than enough light to deal with everyone's darkness? That's the astonishing claim 
of Christmas. That that light was made by this light, this Jesus, this unimpressive but unfailing light. Quick quiz for you. Can anyone tell me who this is? Yesterday didn't do very well. Come on, I'm shout it out. Thank you, TV presenter Piers Morgan. Weren't expecting to find him at a Chris Dingle service, were you? But there he is. Why? Well, because last year, Piers Morgan was the guest of honour at the lighting up of the Christmas lights in the town of Stockbridge. And there he was, this time last year, up on a platform, hundreds of people watching, counting down, three, two, one, and then he pushed the plunger, and nothing. Total darkness. Apparently, there was a faulty plug socket in the local church. And Piers Morgan and everyone watching were left in the darkness. Because, you know, the funny thing with Christmas lights is they have a habit of letting you down. We had this here at yesterday's Chris Dingle service, where candles refused to light, where Chris Dingle's at the critical moment went out. Hashtag Christmas light fail. To be honest, you probably did well to come tonight. We'll, we'll try and do a bit better in a few minutes. But... What Piers Morgan learned last year and what what we learned yesterday is that Christmas lights fail. They let you down. But not this light. Listen again to what John says about Jesus. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus, John's telling us, is the light that will never fail. The light that could not be put out. Even when the darkness kept trying to do it. And it did. Soon as Jesus was born, people were trying to put out that light. First, King Herod, remember him? trying to hunt down this baby. And then, much later as an adult, the religious authorities of Jesus' day, trying to take every opportunity they could to catch him out, to bring him down, to shut him up. Why? Because they couldn't stand the light. Because, you know, when this light comes near to people, It shows them what they're really like. It shows us things that we'd rather keep hidden away in the darkness. And so people push this light away. And they try to put it out. And you know, one day, they did. 
That day, when Jesus was arrested and nailed to a cross and killed. That's why, did you notice it? We've got that red ribbon wound round our Christingle. Can you see it on yours? Reminds us of Jesus' blood. It reminds us of the day that Jesus died, when the light of the world was blown out. For a moment, for a few short days, until Jesus rose from the dead, until this light came back on, never to go out again. And you know, it wasn't a mistake when the light of the world went out. It wasn't a technical fault. It was the perfect plan. The plan to deal with the darkness. Jesus the light came into the world to be put out on the cross. So that all that darkness, mine and yours, could fall on him. And so we could be brought back into the amazing unfailing light of God's love. That's the astonishing offer of Christmas. This light, unfailing. In a few moments, we're going to switch out all the lights in the building. And suddenly, it will feel very dark. And for some of us, I guess that might be a bit scary I want to hold someone's hand. Because, well, the darkness can be scary, can't it? Sometimes for adults as well as for children. But then, we're going to light that first Christingle. And we're going to remember that moment where Jesus, the light of the world, came back on. Where he rose from the dead and showed himself to be that unfailing light. So we're going to light that first Christingle. And then? Well, then we're going to pass it on, person to person. Because, you know, that's how Jesus deals with the darkness. As one by one, ordinary people like you and me come to Jesus and exchange our darkness for his perfect light. And I don't know, maybe this Christmas is your chance to, to think a bit more about doing that, to find out more about this Jesus, maybe to talk with someone you came with. Or maybe this Christmas is your chance to, to pass this light onto someone else. Because you know, as unimpressive as Jesus can sometimes seem, 
this light is the light of life. And so there's no better light to share this Christmas or any time. Let me say a prayer for us. Lord Jesus, thank you that you came that first Christmas, that you broke into our world as God's astonishing light in that tiny manger in Bethlehem. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you never failed. Thank you that even when your light was put out on the cross, it was part of your perfect plan to bring us back into your perfect light forever. Help us, Lord, to think more about you, that astonishing, extravagant light this Christmas. Amen.